Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Code Elation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And this week's idea is marketing your app. And I'm really excited to be introducing Steve Young of App Masters to the show. Um, the best way I think to learn is chatting with someone who's smarter than you. And so, Steve, can you give us, our audience, a little background on you and App Masters? Sure. Been in the app space since 2011, 2013. I was just doing it on the side, Eric. I was just kind of like taught myself how to code. And back then it was Corona. <laughs> Bad name for it now. But it was JavaScript oriented. And I was like, oh, I have a little bit of PHP background. So I kind of picked that up. I tried to learn Objective-C and it was just like, Phew way over my head. So I started making my own apps in 2011, just doing it on the side nights and weekends, and then started seeing some traction about a few thousand dollars. So like a little vacation money coming in, didn't really take off. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like I sold cassette tapes when I was in elementary school. And so I was like, oh, I got, I was itching. I was running growth for a startup in San Francisco. So I was itching to be an entrepreneur about 30 back then it was 31, but fast forward two two years later, I was like, you know what? I love listening to podcasts. I have an app business. Apps are continuing to grow. Let me start a podcast on apps to learn from people who have made it and see if I can turn this little side business into a full-time business. So did that, started interviewing some of my heroes, co-founder Shazam, Crossy Road, you know, Color Switch, Mafia Wars, all the big apps out there. Grew an audience who then started coming to me for marketing help. And then six months after starting the podcast, I ended up leaving that startup job to then run my own marketing agency. And Josh, you kind of know this too. Like you think you have an idea of how your business is going to be when you first think about it. You're like, oh, it's, it's going to, I'm going to start this podcast and my app business is going to grow. But then said, you know, turn into more of a consultancy agency type. And I've been doing this since 2014. So, awesome. Yeah, you? absolutely. I, uh, I think my wife, or soon to be wife at the time said, hey, pick one of these two things, your well-benefited, well-paying job or your side hustle. And I said, I, I read the four-hour work week. I got this, you know? <laughs> yeah, Totally. Yeah, so what we're known for in the space is just App Store optimization, which is App Store SEO, and then helping clients get featured by Apple and different like growth hacks that we've kind of come up with. Like, I don't like to focus more on the paid acquisition side, more on like different organic growth and like just growth hacks that help our clients. So we focus more on the growth, the retention, and the monetization as well. Awesome. Well, you know, we, we build a lot of apps. We don't market apps. And so for our clients coming through the door, when, sh when should they start considering their marketing strategy? Is it, you know, when they have the idea, when they're starting to build, when they're ready to launch, at what phase should they start thinking about it? And what, what should they be thinking about? Right away, Josh, right when you have that idea, like go talk to some people, talk to Josh, talk to Eric and be like, Hey, you know, I have this idea. What do you guys think? Cause I'm sure you guys have heard a ton of different ideas. I love it when people come to me, like I've got this great idea. It's very unique. I'm like, dude, I just heard this yesterday on a different client call. Right? Like, you know, you know, nothing specific. So I think it's talking to your users. You guys are probably good at helping them build that minimal viable product and then showing that minimal viable product to other people. I think the best thing to do is talk to your target market. And I actually heard Oprah say this today, but you need that resounding yes. Because people will talk to you and they'd be like, yeah, that's a cool idea, Eric. That's really cool. You should do it. But it's like, oh, dude, that's cool. That's a resounding yes. That's what you're looking for. The other yeses are just people being nice to you because they don't, they don't know what else to say. 
Absolutely. We're not on video right now, but I'm, I'm showing Steve the book that kind of sparked all this for us. It's a book called The Mom Test that teaches you how to get the right answers out of people and not just get a, a yes and run with it. You need to actually have someone taking action with it. So side note on that, but... What's a question out of the Minnesota Midwest, like everyone's like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then behind your back, they're going to be like whispering and it's just dreadful. And so, <laughs> so we kind of talked about right away, that's what you should be thinking about with your marketing. Like what should you be doing kind of around like pre-launch and what and with your launch plan? Yeah. So here's how I like to think about it, Eric. Like I like to think about it with, from a product perspective, what is the main feature that's going to move the needle? So, you know, all apps are different. And so focusing on that one feature, you know, when you think about Twitter and all these big things, Twitter knew that from the early data, if we can get three, if you can get you to follow three people, we've got a really high end user. And so like that's all they focused on. So that's what you got to start focusing on. What's that one feature that's going to really help move the needle. And then secondly, from a, a marketing plan, you know, I think the go to market strategy is super simple. It's like, who is my target market? It's not everyone like get super narrow on this and where are they? And that's it, right? Like for me, when I first started the podcast, I went to Facebook groups and I was like, Hey guys, I just interviewed the co-founders of Zamp. Like, please check it out. It's a great interview. And I wasn't really trying to promote anything. And so you just have to be very narrow on who your target market is and find the right communities, whether it's like you can do paid advertising on Facebook and Google AdWords and all that stuff. But you can also go to like Reddit, Facebook groups, LinkedIn groups, try to engage with the community and just start thinking through like, here's some ideas. Here's some things that I've done. And I want to give you guys something tactical too. Before I, I launched this app way back in the days in 2014, but it was called Osnap. And I, I wrote this blog post on Medium that just, that said, Hey, Apple, I just fixed your camera app. And it was kind of going through the different things I saw was wrong with the camera app. Like the little, the switch, right? The selfie to get it in the front facing. It was like way up top. And if you look at the camera now, I have like screenshots. I'm like, this is way up top. Everybody's taking selfies. Like, why don't you make it close to the button? That to take the picture. And so I was going into some of the details and I'm like, and I built an app called Osnap that's completely gesture based to help you kind of take selfies easier. And so it's, it's about building the right content. And I promoted that everywhere. It picked up on, I think it was design hack, but these are the things that you can start doing before you launch, as you're building the product, show off the product when you have that beta. I think too many times as founders, we kind of just like to build and make sure it's perfect and then launch it. And sometimes your perfect, your view of perfection, the entrepreneur's view of perfection is nothing like what the outside world views as anything remotely useful. Absolutely. There's been so many apps that have come through the doors to where, you know, the, the founder wants keep everything so close to themselves because they don't want anyone to steal the idea or rip them off. And it's like the thing we've learned over the last decade is show everybody you can what you're doing, what you're working on, because everyone's going to have a different spin or take on it. And it's almost that, that pitch that you need to get to of like, what is the thing you're doing? What's the value do you add? And what's the problem you're solving? Totally. And you know, you, you said it bet, Josh, like if you can't explain your app or your idea in a few words, then you probably need to work on that. And that's something you can do right upon the idea phase while you're working with Josh and Eric, you can start thinking about like, okay, how do I pitch this? Cause if you can't explain it to people like us, who've seen so many different ideas, then you have a real problem from a marketing perspective already. Absolutely. So when you're, so let's, let's say somebody comes to us and they're looking to build an app and we've got a, a six month window in front of us. So we're going to build this thing out for them. 
what what tactical advice would you give them to to start growing their audience to start getting you know some some marketing stuff moving because that's that's a flywheel that takes some time to get moving it's not just a launch in the app store and you're a millionaire yeah so uh like i said i'll give you the macro and i'm gonna go into the details the macro is like what i said before who is your target audience and go find out where they are and start talking to them right away Okay. Here's a tactical one. One of my previous podcast guests, and she's got a great app called plan and they, she's won some awards now, but essentially what she did was it's a social media planning app. So it allows you to schedule your Instagram posts. Essentially what she did was she would go on Instagram, find all the influencers that she thought this is while she was building it, that she thought would be worthy of this app, that, that they would find it beneficial. And what she did was she would turn on post notifications, you know, a little button, get notified when this person posts, she get that post notification. And every time they post, she wanted to be the first one to comment. So she's like, hey, blah, blah, blah. thanks, Eric. That was a great post. Beautiful, you know, cabin back there. Beautiful house. Boom. And she started engaging. And once they started seeing her three or four times, she then DM'd them and said, hey, you know, I'm building this app. It's called Plan That. We got these features. Would you like to be part of the beta? Then she moved them into a private Facebook group and just talked to them along the way and started building these features with them along the way. And guess what happened? Right upon launch, all these influencers, she had thousands of influencers, were promoting her app because they felt so invested in the app. And at then, back then, it was a paid app. She launched as a paid app. Now it's a subscription. But she drove over $10,000 of revenue, just straight up upfront paid revenue on the launch because these influencers were also promoting the app as well. That's, that's awesome. That's uh, similar. We got some friends that uh, founded the marketing tool, uh, tool co-schedule. And that's exactly what they did when they launched is they, nice. they found a group of a hundred people and started wireframing with them. So I, I, I love it. You got to introduce me to co-schedule. I love co-schedule. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, let's just get into the next, sorry. I'm, sp- I, like, I'm just engaging. Like, that was such a good answer that I just want to like soak it. <laughs> Eric, doing a podcast is hard, man. You got to like listen and think about what the next question is. It's like my mental brain is gone when I do a podcast. I talk to my wife and she's like, are you even listening to me? I'm like, look, lady, I have a podcast. I know how to listen to people. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not married. And so like, this is, I got to get better at this. <laughs> yes. I call my wife lady. When I'm yeah. bad. Lady, look, listen. <laughs> and so I guess I just kind of, I think we're wrapping up here is like, how is, how can people find you or is there anything that you can, you're promoting right now that we can do to help you and your business? I mean, nothing else. If you guys want to learn more about the app marketing side, go check out appmasters.com. That's where our home is. You got the podcast, you got the YouTube channel. You can find it there. It is the YouTube. So we're trying to grow our YouTube account. We're ranking really well. We've got over close to 12,000 now subscribers on YouTube. But if you want to check that out and learn more about app marketing there, it's just appmasters.com slash YouTube. Perfect. Awesome. Who's, who's a good customer for you? Who, who can we be sending your way? I mean, really... I liked working with startups. We're an entrepreneur. Like I, I have that empathy for entrepreneurs. It's just hard, right? Like everything is hard. And so startups are ones that I love working with because I love getting these emails, Josh, from people who we worked like when they were getting 25 downloads a day. Now, two years later, okay, this isn't like a quick thing. <laughs> two years later, like, Hey, we've got hundreds of thousands of monthly active users, 3 million, over 3 million downloads. And, you know, now we're really finding success. And so I love hearing those type of stories and I love working with the founders. So once somebody has an idea, even if they just want advice, I'm happy to provide that advice too. Awesome. 
I like that. Well, thanks, Steve, for taking some time. And if you enjoyed listening to those answers, you literally have hundreds of podcasts that are <laughs> kind of similar and they dig into that. Yep. And I really enjoyed kind of creeping on you after we got the intro. It's like, holy cow, I have some research to do. <laughs> and yeah. so I super appreciate your time because like I said, this is just awesome knowledge and, and thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Josh. Absolutely. Steve, thank you very much for your time and uh, great answers. Great conversation. Uh, great to meet you. One week later. Hey, Eric, that was a great interview with Steve. You know, this is uh, one of the first podcasts we've kind of done a summary after the fact, um, after talking with our, our interviewee. Um, you know, I, I really love the fact that he just, he jumped in and he tried to start building his own app and, and trying to build something around that. I think that's a really, really good way of just jump in and do it. And you don't know what you don't know. So why not just start something? And I like this idea too, because there was a time in, uh, when we were recording that, I just, my brain froze because I wanted to soak in the information. <laughs> and because and I did, I really enjoyed everything that he was saying. And, and now that I've had a little bit of time to kind of you know, stop and reflect and actually re-listen to myself without getting too mad at the sound of my own voice, um, I thought what he did was awesome when he started interviewing his, his, some of his heroes in the app development space. And I think that that's kind of an interesting, it's good to hear it from someone who's more successful at us that they started doing it, doing what we're kind of doing <laughs> with the podcast here. Yeah. I mean, what he started back in what 2013 or something like that. So he's doing it for a long time. You know, something too that I learned about this is that, um, you know, we learned this from Sean over pre-apps and also with, with Steve here on this is that, you know, App Store SEO is a thing. It's, it's you know, growth hacking. It's, it's something I didn't know actually was a thing up until we talked with, with Sean and Steve. I didn't know it was a thing until I started kind of researching Sean after we got that other intro. And I'm like, oh, that absolutely makes sense in our space to be, I mean, I know as web developers, we're, you know, SEO has been around for a while and I didn't really, but I never really thought of App Store optimization. So that was, that was new to me too. And it's always good to learn from different people. And then I, I really, as a marketer for us and some of the companies that we work with, I love when he's like, you have to start marketing right away. And I... I agree with that. Even if you have something that you don't even want to tell what it is yet, I think you should tell your friends publicly, hey, I'm going down a journey right now and it's going to be awesome. Give them a little bit of teaser. And I, I think that marketing as soon as you can is an important takeaway in the app development space. I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, that goes back to everything we're trying to do with, you know, like Startup Happy and reading the book, The Mom Test and Pat Flynn's Will It Fly and all these different things that you need validation from your audience. And what better way than to put together a marketing site where you're trying to get cold traffic to sign up for an ebook or something without knowing you. I mean, there's, there's just a huge value in that. Well, and even kind of just like jumping forward on that, I, I really liked his aspect of getting the resounding yes, you know, we're from North Dakota where everything is nice. And, you know, I think that there's a huge difference. And, you know, when you show me something and I send you a gift that says, shut up and take my money to like the John Oliver stamps <laughs> or something that I'm ready to buy that 
Second, if you can build a product around that reaction, you're much better positioned than if, you know, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and most of the the yeses you get are false positives of someone just trying to be nice to you and not wanting to hurt your feelings. And it's so easy to take that information and not deflect it and go on to the next thing and to say, everyone loves my idea. Let's go, let's go build it. You need that actionable yes behind it. And, and I liked the, uh, you know, the last feature focus and kind of finding, finding where that, you know, shut up and take my money. Like go find more people that say that to you and you need to live there until you're ready to really grow. And I, I thought that was a really good takeaway from him as well. Yep. I, I don't disagree. And Steve, we need to introduce you to our friends over at CoSchedule. So we'll get Yeah, that. I was going to say, did you introduce them like he asked us at the end of that? We, we'll get an intro over to Garrett and the team at CoSchedule. So. Yeah, that's awesome. So great. Well, if you know a startup that can use our advice, have them subscribe and leave a review on their favorite podcast platform.